If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, who will use their expertise to polish up your policies, from home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your GEICO agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. Shepherd says the Lord, I know my sheep and mine know me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A demonic who could not speak was brought to Jesus, and when the demons was driven out, the mute man spoke. The crowds were amazed and said, nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. The Pharisees said, he drives out demons by the prince of demons. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved for them with pity, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I always think it's God's hand when looking to the signs of the times, what's going on in our world today, we come and gather in prayer and we read the day's readings, the scriptures of the day. The first one from the prophet Hosea, and the second one you heard the gospel that Jesus is preaching in, in the gospel of Matthew, preaching and telling people, you know, there's a lot of people out there, but there aren't enough shepherds to take care of all of them. So pray that there are more shepherds, and we certainly need that even today. But the first reading is very interesting. With all the protests in our country about statues going down and being destroyed, recklessly, I think, the first reading goes back to the time of Hosea, when people gave up on God, the people of Israel gave up on God, and they decided to do what the other people were doing. 
they, they, it was like a crowd mentality. They decided to do what the other pagan gods and goddesses were doing and calling their people to do. What were they doing? They were erecting new idols. Idols, not just a statue, a commemoration, an idol. Idol for this god and that god, an idol for, who creates rain in their mind. A, a, an idol represents the god of the, of the soil. And Hosea is saying, you're really out of it. You're missing the point here. It's no other god but God the creator. I mean, these things can't talk, they can't produce, they can't give you life, but our God can do that because our God looks at all of this and says, you know, what nonsense you guys are doing and you're worshiping false gods. Now, I think on some level that certainly parallels what's going on in our country today, the worship of a false ideology. Take down the statues of saints and Jesus and historical figures because they don't belong there. They're not being worshipped. They're historical figures that represent our history. And by the way, someone put online this morning, you know, um, we took the land from these people, blah, 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 it's going on and on. Hey, my, my ancestors were in Sicily until 1919. So my ancestors didn't take this land away from the natives or anybody else. We never had a slave in our family, although slavery has existed since before Christ, since, since before the scriptures. So we're not condoning slavery, but we certainly are saying it was a fact in the time. Today is not that day. And yet, you know as well as I do, just read the papers, read, read your information. There's slavery today going on. Slavery with young girls, young boys, slavery in Africa, one of the, the, the great producers of slavery, and other lands and other countries, all for money. So Jesus, not Jesus, but Hosea is saying, Stop worshiping false idols and false ideology and focus on what's authentic and true. Focus on the compassionate God. And that comes to us clearly in the scriptures today of Jesus. Matthew predict, pre presents Jesus as a very compassionate teacher. He, Matthew presents Jesus as a teacher often in his, in his display of the gospel. And today we have a demonic, someone possessed. Well, we don't necessarily today believe that man was possessed by a devil, but he was mute and he was probably having epileptic, epileptic episodes. So he, was, he looked fearful. And you know, superstition reigned in those periods right through the Middle Ages and maybe even today. Superstition reigns in some communities. So what does Jesus do? The healer, what does Jesus do? He shows compassion to this man. The demonic comes up to him, and I say demonic because that's how it's portrayed. He was possessed by a demon. Well, the demon was epilepsy, or the demon was muteness. The demon is sin. The demon is illness. That still goes on today. The demon today, the, the predominant demon in our culture today is COVID. Is it work of the devil? Personally, I think yes. Whether it was created in a laboratory or, or in nature or in some experiment, the pre people or person who did that, who, who produced the COVID, I think we're being inspired by Satan. And we believe in Satan, believe me. 
We don't worship him, but we believe in him. He's very alive and very strong and powerful. And what Satan wants is all of you and me. And he wants me to shut up. Satan wants me to be quiet. Don't talk about his role in our society. Don't, don't talk about Satan's role inspiring people to be destructive. When they say they're, they're, they're protesting for the sake of rights and justice, and while they're doing that, they're burning people's homes and killing people, and killing many innocent people just willy-nilly. You read the papers, you know what the, the headlines are. That's the work of Satan, getting into the hearts of people who choose him to be there. You have to choose Satan. He doesn't just willy-nilly get into you. We have to be open to Satan and want to do his will, just as we as Christians have to be open to Jesus Christ and want to do his will. Faith in Jesus is a gift, and faith in Satan is a curse. But a lot of people are inspired by that, the demonic behavior in our society today. Hopefully we're seeing the end of it, but I don't know. From coast to coast, it's, it's very visible, which tells us how much prayer we have to do, how much we have to hold in the heart, our hearts the intentions of peace and justice. All the more reason to keep it going more intensely, as today we pray for, to the inspiration of Our Lady of Guadalupe, as patroness of the Americas, who appeared to Diego in a dark skin, a native of that section of Mexico, dignifying the people to whom she came. But if you see Mary in a vision or Mary depicted in sculpture in an Asian country, she'll look Asian. And in European countries, she looks European. And in Africa, she looks African. That's, that's not worship. That's just social application of our faith to the art of the times depicting our elements of faith, in this case, Mary. Because So we go to Jesus. He heals the man of his epilepsy or his possession, and they criticize him. And while they're criticizing, they're saying, wow, we've never seen this before. A new power. Yes, it's God's power in the flesh being revealed to the people of Israel and being revealed to us. God's power in the flesh, and it's Jesus Christ. And that powerful God who heals and cures and performs miracles is compassionate. He's a person. He comes to us as a human being. When he sees the crowds following him, he's moved to compassion. He'd like to feed them. He'd like to give them drink. He'd like to take care of them. And he tells his apostles, they're out there. It's up to you. It's up to you. Today, it's up to you and me to take care of the poor, to take care of those who search for him. And you know what? Let, let's not pull the rich out of that, to take care of the rich as well. Because we all need to be filled with Jesus Christ. The poor, the rich, the middle class, we need to all be prayed for and praying with one another and for one another, right across society. But we as a church give a preferential option to the poor because so often in society, they're the bottom rungs of the ladder of achievement and, and capability. So we pray for them. We pray for the healthcare providers who go into poor neighborhoods and give of themselves. That's what Jesus is teaching us to do. 
He's probably talking about shepherds, like he was a shepherd of his people, probably talking to his apostles as if they would one day become priests, which at the Last Supper they did. But he's talking to all of us at the same time. We are those shepherds who can feed the hungry. And we need to feed them justice and truth. We need to continuously, and I say fight with quotations around it because we're not a fighting people. We're not a, 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 a people who wants to pick up arms. Although in this society, oh, aren't we tempted to do that? We have to stand our rights and stand for what we believe in a peaceful way that imitates Jesus Christ. And that's difficult. And you saw his reward. The crucifixion. You want to be peaceful? You want to be loving? You want to be just? We'll nail you on a cross. Well, that's our goal too. To be nailed on the cross of society, criticism, and maybe even wood. Because if we follow the Lord, the compassionate one, we're following the Creator's Son. We're following Him right to the Father. We're following Him to eternal life. But don't, well, don't wait to die to go to eternal life. We have to start it here. We have to build our way. How we get along with one another. How we treat each other. How we treat our sisters and brothers who are poor, who are enslaved, who are wealthy who are in positions of leadership, who are in pos positions of poverty. It's up to us as Christians who have the richness of God on our side, a God of power and a God of compassion. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.